Hello and welcome to another episode of the Book of Sports Season 2. Christian podcast. Two sporting nuffies. Relationship. Sport faith today. Mm. That's us. That's I'm us. your host, Tim Squall, with you as always, and across the road from me, in the, in the co-host chair, is Nathan keeping up to date. Brewer, how are you, dogger? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So much. This is, I think we, earlier in the year, did our favourite month of sport. This is... This is mine, and so yes, it is hard to stay on top of everything because there's too much good stuff going on. It is. We're coming off the back of our conference sessions where we had mm. four weeks of specific conference. Uh, Book of Sports conference was such a, a wild time. I'm very, very thankful to the thousands uh, people who, who got on board for making it happen. So thanks to all those who, who rocked up. Thanks to our guests who joined us in that uh, as well. Um, and sorry to those who got sledged. Uh, throughout the Book of Sports conference sessions. Now, we're doing a little bit of an update. Uh, so we are recording this um, on the day it gets released, 16th of June, 2022. And we're doing just a little bit of an update to see where our teams are at, mm. right? Um, because one of the things that we do in uh, the Christian life is we sort of, we have the the regular fare that sort of carries us through. And we're going to be back for a podcast episode next week on goldfish mm. and how that is a little key of insight to understanding you and your spiritual life, whether you're a Christian or not. But today we're just thinking about the regular fair. We're just sort of how the Swans doing, how the Raiders doing, and what's going on in the month of June that makes it such a big month of sport for you. Nathan, kick us off. The Raiders. What do you got for us? Raiders, yeah. Well, I've got lots of teams to update you on because, again, this is my favourite favorite part of the year. But Raiders had a loss on the weekend, um, but overall decent. One, four of the last six. Uh, the two losses that we had were to top eight teams, and so we're beating bad teams, you know, losing to teams that are acceptable to lose to. So you'll finish ninth and just miss out of the <laughs> Probably. So we're six wins, eight losses, um, but we were doing very, very poorly. So, um, yeah, so we're turning it around. Still got the faders problem. We still play a lot better in the first half than we do in the second half, but it's not costing us wins at the moment. And so we're just going to pretend it's not there. And uh, although we won the first half on the weekend and then didn't score a point in the second half and lost. So still costing us a little bit, but uh, that's just life as a Raiders fan. Um, Lakers, as you know, mess out, been gone since March. So no update there. Liverpool crushing. It was delirium when we won the FA Cup in a penalty shootout again over Chelsea again. Uh, Amazing. Mm -hmm. And then last day of the Premier League, uh, Stevie G leading Aston Villa. He's going to mm. save Liverpool. We have a chance mm. to win. He gets Man City down 2-0. Mm. Stevie G, you ledge. Mm. And then they choke and concede three goals in five minutes. And a former <laughs> Liverpool player scored the goal against Yes, Coutinho. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, and, uh, and then Stevie G did a coaching version of the slip, the infamous uh, slip back uh, when we uh, against Chelsea. Uh, and he conceded three goals in five minutes, and Liverpool won their final game of the season, but Man City beat Aston Villa, and uh, title goes to them. So heartbreak yes. there. And yes. then Well-deserved, Man City. Well-deserved. Yes, Best w- team in Europe. <laughs> and then a week later, we, later we go against Real Madrid, trying to avenge our uh, 2018 Champions League. And how that go? And lost again. Oh. So, ooh, two trophies. So had a chance at the quad. And walked away with a double, and the double were the two least, really two least valuable trophies. FA so. Cup is, you know, that's that's good. That's something. But yeah, Carabao Cup you know, ends in February. Though. No one quite knows what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was, in some ways, it was good in that the two trophies we won were the only two trophies we hadn't won under Klopp, and so now we've got a nice, neat trophy cabinet, one of everything. But yes, definitely would have traded. I would trade both of those for one 
of the others. Yes. Um, so disappointing. But then on an individual note, Rafael Nadal, yes. Grand Slam number twenty-two, yes. big fan, yes. two slam lead, beat Djokovic on the way. Yes. Um, and uh, so he's got a two Grand Slam lead, playing with no feeling in his feet. Uh, or one of his feet and um, so it's been a mixed bag but overall I feel optimistic about how my sport uh, individuals and teams have been traveling so it's been good what about you well interestingly the uh, again we were talking about this this month sort of coming up beginning of the year Mm. we were talking about the the British Open yes coming up uh, not too far away US Open kicks off today for the golf Mm. I haven't been following the golf as closely, but I am looking forward to the British Open when we get back to St Andrews and we can and we can give that a good watch. But um, the uh, the big story in golf of late has been the Saudi tour. Yeah. Uh, and um, golfers complaining mm. about not being paid enough money. Yeah. Is a little bit rich. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes, it's extremely rich. Yeah, and they are extremely rich. They are. This is the point, (laughs) right? We're not talking about. So, for those who haven't followed it, the Saudi tour. Greg Norman's the CEO. Greg Norman, who like Mister Sellout himself, right? Always slightly underwhelming on the golf course. The Shark um, would lose tournaments from anywhere, and um, sold out Australia. Doesn't really sort of you know do much in Australia now. Lives in the states. Just. well, just lives to the highest bidder, really. Mm. He probably lives in Saudi Arabia now. <laughs> um, apparently, he's on some huge retainer to be the CEO of their golf tournament. And it's like it's sort of pitched itself as the Rebel Tournament so that players from the US PGA Tour and the European Tour are invited to play Saudi events. Mm. The problem is, if you're going to be part of a tour, you've got to be available for all events. You can't sort of really pick and choose. Yeah. And so players go, okay, we're going to do Saudi, but, oh, you know, I'm open to playing, like, the Masters. Mm. And the US Tour has gone... No, if you play Saudi, you can't play with us. And so players have decided, well, I'm going to chase the money and I'm going to play at, you know, the Riyadh Open or whatever Mm. you've got. And um, and so the biggest, uh, you know, golf events um, don't have the big names, which is sad. And so you've got players who are missing out on that. You've got Phil Mickelson who's saying things like, yeah, sure, you know, murdering people's bad, but this is a chance to grow the game of golf. So I'm signing up. And you yeah. go, I think you've got some of your ethical <laughs> categories a little bit, yeah. you know, poorly yeah. weighted mm. um, on that. That's actually not a hyperbolic statement. That, that, yeah. that, that's, you know, he says, yes, they have uh, a terrible record of um, human rights abuses, let me tell you some of them, mm. um, but good, good to grow the game of golf. Yeah. You yeah. go... I'm glad you're not my friend, Ferguson, mm. because yeah. you would do all kinds of things. If you're so passionate, how about you pay? Just do it for half the price that you yeah, can pay that's them. Right. You know? that's right. do, it, do it without the money. That's right. Because since, since that's what's driving you. That's right. Yeah. Since you're such an altruist. <laughs> so anyway, that's all been happening. So I, look, to be honest, I'm a little bit disillusioned with mm. the sport of golf just at the yeah. moment. I, I will look forward to the British Open and I'll watch that keenly. I'm hoping that Cam Smith continues his great form. But uh, yeah. He needs a major win. He does. Yeah. He does. And... Um, Yes. The Players' Championship, it's a bit, not quite. It's close. It's, a bit, it's just it's a about... Fifth major. It's about... That's right. You, you, yeah. you get close yeah. to a major. It's whatever. like the Olympics if you're a tennis player. Fifth major. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's roughly where the Olympics sort of fits in world sporting. Is it's kind of like, oh, it's the thing that... Oh, I'll win it as well. It's like the Carabao Cup. <laughs> anyway, not getting back onto that on yeah. Chestnut. Yeah. Um, so that's where the, 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 the month of June is at. We'd love to hear from you and what you're particularly looking forward to. Let me give you an update, Nath, on my Swannies. Yeah. So the Swans 
are part of a top, well, top 10 in the AFL, mm. which is very, very interesting. Let's just pull open the ladder and talk talk us through a little bit of these things because we've got to give a tipping update as well for yes. uh, where everyone's at. And make sure you get your tips in tonight. Uh, Richmond versus Carlton is all happening. So here we go. We look at the ladder. This is uh, in advance of round um, 14, which kicks off tonight. So Brisbane, Melbourne, and Frio were tied in first place on points. They've all had 10 wins from their 13 games and have percentages around about the 130 mark. 134 for Brisbane and Melbourne, 128 for Fremantle. Melbourne has just been, recently been rocked by stories of players having a go at one another. don't know if you heard this, Nathan, but um, Stephen May and Jake Melksham had a bit of an altercation where Melksham um, punched Stephen May in the head, supposedly because Stephen May had said to him, if you were playing, we wouldn't have won the premiership. <laughs> Good to have teammates, yeah. isn't it? And so that was going on, and so this has been sort of playing out. And so Melbourne have lost three on the trot, uh, one of which was to the Swans, which was a great win by them. Frio look hot and look phenomenal. Brisbane, a little bit up and down. They've won three out of their last five, but have lost two in that time. And uh, then Carlton on uh, nine wins, 36 points, but a, a weaker percentage than some of the teams come after him. And then... Geelong, St Kilda, Sydney, Collingwood to round out the eight, all on eight wins. So first eighth, you've got two games difference. And then Richmond and ninth. Western Bulldogs last year's premiership uh, premiership runners-up. In tenth, they've had a few struggles as well. The Gold Coast Suns have won four of the last five to be in 11th place on 24 points. And then Port Adelaide is where you start sort of, starts getting a little bit weaker. They've had uh, five wins and it sort of goes down from there. North Melbourne, West Coast and Essendon are absolutely terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. They are. Everyone other than that... You Four sort of... wins combined. Yeah, Yikes. shocking. Shocking. Uh, yes, correct. Yes. Shocking. Everyone other than that, you know you're going to be up for a bit of a game. So uh, it's a very, very interestingly and evenly poised AFL season this year. Uh, Nathan, have you done your tips yet for this year? For this week? Yes. You have? Yes. Excellent. I feel... oh, let me have a confession. I I don't know what happened. I just, I just, I just broke mentally because I got a reminder that I didn't tip on a Thursday night and missed out and lost, and it didn't result in resilience. It resulted I just I just gave up. I just didn't bother tipping last week. I just, I just gave up. That's the way to and, do it. Um, anyway, but I resolved that so I, I don't know. Just had a meltdown. I just took my ball and went home. And then anyway, this week I decided no, no, come on. It's only halfway through the season. You can still win. Um, but now I'm a long way behind. I could have just I could have logged in on the Friday and gotten the rest of the tips in, but I just. I don't know. I just broke mentally last week. I just, I don't know what happened to me. My, res- my resilience was just down. So now I'm six behind the leader and just a mess. You are the Brizzler coming in, uh, in <sighs> seventh place. Let me yeah. run you through the standings. Center bath hack is myself, 74 tips. Uh, I feel like I got lucky with one or two in the last couple of weeks. It's a very tight comp. Mm-hmm. Like the AFL leader uh, ladder. On a wing in the prairies, Abray with 73 tips for the season. He got four last week. Jono, 72. Evan, 71. Nick Baglin, get they bags, 71. <laughs> Matty scored on 71. The Brizzler struggling. Yeah. In 68. That's my second week without tipping. Yep. That's poor. Yep. Let's let's run through this week's games and see who, uh, if you can remember who you've tipped, and I'll run yeah, through sure mine. I've tipped Carlton for tonight. Yeah. I'm at 11 points, I think. I'm going to get over the, the Tigers. Upset. Yep. I'm, I'm nervous about that. I feel like Carlton, uh, maybe, I think they are higher on the table than they need to be. I think they're around about a, 
eighth or ninth kind of team, and that's where Richmond sits. Mm. The reason I say that for Car- for Carlton is that their percentage is nowhere near good enough to be in the top eight. You feel like early in the season, percentage is sometimes a better indicator of where a team is at rather than points because they haven't played everyone yet. Mm. And so if you look at uh, Carlton, their percentage is 114. Mm. Richmond's is 117. Yes. And so... Tricky. Interesting. Anyway, tricky to work probably out. Probably a so. bad sign that I've also gone Carlton, so you may want to consider. You may want to consider flipping now. No, look, I'm, I'm back in the blue jeans. <laughs> only just, only just. That's what. Uh, that's right where I'm at. There, St Kilda will get over the top of Essendon unless something terrible happens. If there's any team that would lose that matchup, given where the teams are at, it is St Kilda. They are a bit of an enigma, hard to work out. Tipping the Swans away to Port Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval on Saturday afternoon. Hopeful and expecting that they'll get the gig up. You know, uh, tips. Against the Swans for the first time against Melbourne. And it and didn't work. Is, Always go with your heart. Always yeah. go with your heart. Geelong, 97% of tipsters have tipped them over West Coast, and I would say they are wise. I have as well. <laughs> Western Bulldogs, GWS. This is a genuine flip of the coin. Ooh, I took the dogs. I took the dogs. You know what? I've said it's a genuine flip of the coin. I've got a coin here, Nathan. <laughs> I've, got, I've, got, I've got the dogs in there just. Yeah. Right? But Giants at home, resurgent under Mark McVeigh. Uh-huh. who also coaches part-time at Penn Hills Demons Football Club, just to put that out there. <laughs> I think this is a genuine flip of the coin. Yeah. So you are my witness, Nathan. Yeah. Heads, Giants, Tails, Western Bulldogs. Nice. Flip of the coin, heads. and it's a head. Giants. Giants. Giants it is. I'm going to change the tip. Going to favourite. Going to change the tip. Yep. I think we've done the exact same tips until you switch to the Giants. So um, that could be the difference. I don't know whether you'll be encouraged or discouraged that uh, could, I'm so in line with you this week. Could be the start of my slide down the ladder. <laughs> Gold Coast Suns are red hot, and everyone's expecting them yeah. to get the gig done over the Adelaide Crows yes. at Metricon Stadium. Yeah. Interesting question in AFL land, Nathan. Yes. Gabba is in the process, of, about to be in the process of being redeveloped for the Commonwealth Games mm. that are in Brisbane, which means the Brisbane Lions can't play at the Gabba. <sighs> For a couple of years, mm. got to work out where they play. Yeah. Obviously, they can't play at Suncorp, which is the other major sporting yes. stadium mm. in Brisbane. Yeah, can't fit an yeah. AFL ground onto a rectangle. Yeah, their options are Metricon. Yeah, can't you? They really want to go to the Gold Coast to play mm. their home games. Yeah. You like that'll struggle. Uh, the Brisbane showgrounds are like. Think the Castle Hill showground. Yeah. Right? It's almost a bit like that. Yeah. A little bit more developed, but yep. like nowhere near AFL standard, but yep. at least it's in Brisbane. Yeah. Um, the other one is sort of their, their training base, which I think this is where got the their women's team is based, um, which potentially with some temporary seating could get up to 10,000. Okay. Um, I would love to see that happen. Yep. I reckon that would be great. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly where that is. It might, it might be further south out of the city anyway. And anyway... Troubles for the Brisbane Lions to, to mm. work out, and um, yeah. and who cares, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be there, yeah. so... No, who cares? Sort not our problem. Yeah, just make it look good on TV. <laughs> um, so they're the tips. This is the last of the three consecutive bye weeks where you have Oops. a... Um, what, three teams have the bye? Well, no, one more next week. One more next week. Um, that'd make... No? Last of the three. Yeah. 18 teams, nine games a week, three teams miss a... Yeah, all good. Yeah. That makes sense in my head. Well, I'm a little um, bit disappointed with our league, actually, that our best tipper is only 88,000. That's 
You were our best. And no, yeah. I think that was. I think that's for round thirteen. So oh, okay. excuse us while Nathan and I look yeah. at uh, try and decipher <laughs> the tipping uh, overall rankings. Yeah. yeah, just a bit disappointed. We should. You generally want your best. Your no, best right. tipper. You want your best tipper up up right. high, and I mean it's a bigger condemnation of me that we're not in the strongest tipping league, and I'm well and truly at the bottom of it. But don't know. Just, just. I feel like we we have more knowledgeable sporting people than than what we're achieving. Yeah. Um, so I'm a bit disappointed. Well, first place has got 88 total tips. That's amazing. 6.8 per round. Excellent. Well, there's only six games at the moment. Yeah. So excellent. That's yeah unreal. Yeah. And that seems rigged, actually. Yeah. I don't know how you rig it, but yeah, that's too good. That's too good. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, ghost of someone. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron S. <laughs> Have a, leave something for us. Anyway, this is our update. Big month of sport, the month of June. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to release Goldfish, a special episode thinking yeah. about uh, the recency bias that we have as mm. sports fans and as spiritual people. Um, that's our update for the Book of Sports. Uh, great to have you with us as always, and we hope that you uh, enjoy life. Mm. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Makes you Christian. Yeah. <laughs> See ya.